Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What is going on? Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody um, is having a good day. Rhodes is in the house. What is going on, Rhodes? I see. Oh, there your sound goes. Okay. I was like, where's Rhodes sound? <laughs> oh, ah, man. Good morning. How's morning. it going? Good morning, chat. It's going good. Going good, yeah. man. Got people in the house over here on um, Rumble right now. People are dropping in the chat. Uh, we are live on Twitter as well. Um, it is Wednesday. One more show for the week after this. Then we have our member live stream on Friday morning at the same time. So get at, to get access to that, click the join button on, over here on uh, Rumble. That'll take you to Locals. You can support us there. $5 a month gets you access to that, um, that member stream. Or at blackandwhitenetwork.com. And of course, if you're watching on um, YouTube, they're not actually going to see this part. People that are uh, channel members on the YouTube channels, they get access as well. So, what's going on, Rhodes? By the way, good morning if you're watching on Twitter as well. So, you can support us by going to Rumbles. Uh, So, I mean, uh, locals, my God. Yeah, yeah. And some some people say that they can't keep up these days. I know, I know. We're kind of everywhere man uh people that say that they can't watch um on on rumble they can go over to twitter uh just follow me at real john matrix i have it uh in the pinned comment uh to where you can actually uh, watch the show and Rhodes also retweets it as yeah, well you're it, you're at road trance right no i'm at star wars underscore roads okay okay that's that's my old Twitter handle from back in the day, and I don't want to get rid of it because I got like sixty five hundred followers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, follow you know? me. I'm just I'm just a poor three hundred and sixty three people following me. If I didn't delete Twitter the first time, that number would be uh, much higher. But um, um, it's a well, different platform. I hope <laughs> we'll see going forward. Uh, that's the reason why I actually uh, came back. But we'll see. I don't know what's. I haven't seen the interview that everybody's talking about, including Bongino involving Elon. But something happened, and he destroyed NBC News. Or yeah, he went out to Soros too. I think. Yeah, he did. He, he said like Soros a, wants ex, to destroy the world or something. Yeah, he called him an X Man villain. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. So. That is interesting, man. I, I need to see that uh, interview. I have not seen it. Uh, we got some good um, good topics here on debt today. Some of them um, don't know about because um, I got in here kind of late doing some stuff for the uh, the podcast, uploading the audio files for that. And um, so we're going to usually we kind of go over what we're talking about. I don't know everything we're going to be talking about yet. I know Rhodes has some things. I definitely have some things. But of course, you guys can see the, uh, the title of um, this morning's show. I thought this was probably going to be the funniest 
topic that we probably ever talk about, but maybe kind of hard to beat the homeless man, though, because we were just dying laughing on that. Oh, yeah. The guy, I mean, the guy charged with a hate crime. Not every, di- every day you see a homeless man shitting on a pride flag. I mean, let's, yeah. just, let's just keep it real. You don't see that very often, okay? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, make sure if you are listening on podcast to – Hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcast from. All the audio from all of our videos is available on Pod. So not just this, but from all the channels. Every video that ever goes out has got audio to it. So yes, yeah, yes. No, another way to access. Yes, and I, I need to do a better job of actually um on my videos to make it a little bit more podcast friendly. Like if I'm talking about something, I don't realize, cause we mainly shoot these for a video. And of course people on audio can't see what we are actually talking about sometimes. So I got to remember that. My wife is over here laughing because I just saw Joe Bob Tar Heels. Uh, <laughs> his comment in the chat. Which one? <laughs> Oh, Which God. Comment? Uh, well, uh, they're talking about me drinking my Diet Dr. Peppers. And then, of course, I talked about the homeless guy that shit on the pride flag. Yeah. <laughs> well, Joe Bob said he would do more than that on the pride flag. <laughs> that's that's all I'm going to say. I know we're on Rumble, but... Uh, huh? He wouldn't? Oh, okay. He wouldn't have... Well, still... Uh, somewhat graphic. Let's just put it that way. Okay, it's not it, even it, rumble it, friendly. <laughs> no, it, it, a little. Let's say X-rated. Let's just say that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha, man. Oh boy. Uh, who do we got in the chat? Let's go over the chat. Who do we got here? We got um, of course Joe Bob here. Uh, sit, sit, sits. Really? Okay. Mm. Joe Bob Tarheel. Uh, Patriot four one six five is in the house. Uh, Mrs. Rance is here as well. And uh, we got, we're getting there. We got, uh, we got about 16 people watching over here on Rumble uh, right now as well. We're getting more people in. More people usually come in later on. We've also got Dragon Smoke 90 also in the chat. I want to make sure we don't forget him. Oh, did I miss her. it? Yeah, I did miss it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry so about that. Good, good morning, Dragon Smoke 90. Good morning, everybody. Let's rock. Let's, yeah, let's go. go ahead. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do it. Now, when I was actually searching for topics um, this morning, I actually was thinking about making the main topic, one of the other topics we're going to talk about with. When I saw this topic right here, when I saw this story, I had to sit back and I laughed. I had to laugh. Now, this is actually from Fox News. Yeah, we're actually going to pull up a Fox News article here because they covered this. And guys, I laughed. Now, in case you guys don't know, California has this uh, reparations uh, task force. Uh, they want to pay black people. I don't even know how much money it is now. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I've seen all kinds of Dumb numbers. Well, you know, the super wokes want $200 million for every black person. The task force, I think, came out with like $1.2 million. 
But we know that nobody's ever going to get a single dime. Even Gavin Newsom said he's not down with um, cash reparations, even though he the one that wanted this uh, task force. It was a virtue signal. It's never going to happen. And people that actually believe that they were going to get reparations, they got duped. Man, if 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 it ever got to the point where they thought this was going to start coming out of actual taxpayers' money, you would see, I'm going to tell you, you want to talk about some people voting Republican all of a sudden? When it comes down to literally being taken, subtracted from your paycheck, people would start, well, more people would move out of California, but yeah, you would see people start changing their voting a right. little bit. When it directly affects their money like that, it 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 would. Absolutely. Yeah. But guys, this this is funny right here. My, Michael Jackson, the king of pop. Now, of course, he lived in the People's Republic of California. But Michael Jackson is not even from California. He's from Indiana, from Gary, Indiana. Now, the his ex-wife, who is the mother of uh, the two kids. I think she's from California. I really don't know. Uh, Debbie Rhodes. Do you know Rhodes? I don't know where she's from. No, I don't, I don't have I don't any know. idea. Mm-mm. But that's besides the point, man. I mean, this whole um, <laughs> this whole um reparations thing. Check this out, man. Even in this Fox News article is is pretty funny. Check this out. California reparations scam. Michael Jackson's kids will get payouts. California reparations con game is like a Nigerian prince email scam. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now we know. Now, if you're not familiar with the um, the Nigerian scam, I've gotten those before. And they want you to like. Um, I can't remember how exactly those Nigerian scams work. I think they wanted you to provide like. um your bank account or something like that. And they were like, send you like direct deposit money or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gotten, I've gotten them too. It's like, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm here in the country and I cannot receive my money somehow. I'm going to be awarded this much money. If you agree to give me your banking information so you, my money can be put in your account, I'll let you have so much percentage of it or something like that. And it's like, you know, 22 million bucks right. <laughs> you know to get the money in the account and you know it's all scam i want to know who's the a-hole that actually falls for that who are you why I think, out i think the vast majority of people that were falling for the nigerian email scams are like elderly people it, it had to be i mean yeah it had to be uh because i just cannot imagine and those have been around since the invention of the internet, I think. Yeah. A long time. I remember time. I, I used to get those years. I used to get those emails like in the um early two thousands. Yeah. I would actually get those emails. I never I fell them. for I them. I don't get them now. Yeah. I don't get them either now. I don't get them either. Um sometimes I get these uh PayPal phishing scams or um like an Amazon scam. And it's easy to tell. All you got to do is look at the uh, the email address that it's coming from. And like it's just a bunch of letters and stuff makes no sense. But anyway, to get back on track here. Nobody's going to get a dime. 
Nobody's going to get down. Check this out. It says right here that the math. Now, no, let, before I get to the math, look at this uh, paragraph right here. The reparations task force has already pledged that nearly 80 percent of California's 2.6 million black residents will be granted uh, reparations. Why just 80 percent? How did they even come up with that? That's not even 100 percent. So if you give 80 percent of the black people money, the other 20 percent are going to be outraged. OK, let me ask you a question, because this in itself is starting to sound racist. <laughs> How do you determine the percentage there exactly? I, I don't I mean, know. I, I mean, I, I'd I really love to know. know. Inquiring minds want to know. Uh, when, when you send out the letter, I want us to be able to actually see it so we can read it. What does that letter say when it says you ain't black enough? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, California Ooh, never had slavery, but still the task force is talking about the effects of slavery in a state that never had slavery. Now, look at this here. This is where it makes no sense. First, the math simply doesn't work. Consider if all the eligible uh, blacks in California were merely given $1,000 in reparations, the cost in California would exceed $2 billion. Wow. But that compensation would in no way equal the staggering claims made by the radical alarmists that push for reparations. $1,000 would be a penance of the injuries that they claim that blacks have faced in California. Using uh, questionable calculations that wouldn't get a passing grade in, in junior high, the task force has estimated that the compounded injury to blacks that have lived their entire lives in California would equal $100,000 for every year of their residency in the state. Considered for just one year of reparations using the same measure, the state would be on the hook for $200 billion out wow. of $300 billion uh, state budget as of 2022. I said this before. They don't have the money for this. So for Gavin Newsom to even make up this task force, and the task force comes up with like $1.2 billion, I mean million, for every black person. This was ridiculous. Now, look here. It says, second, who should receive payments? Per the decision of the task force, only blacks who are descendants of slavery or eligible. Persons born outside the U.S. aren't. But you're talking about hmm. California paying reparations and directly tied to slavery, but the state never had slavery. I, that's just what I was about to say. I was like, you know, I don't think it actually existed in California, to my knowledge. Yeah. Wow. But here, here is, here's where we actually get into Michael Jackson's kids. Check this out. But should all others be eligible? What about Michael Jackson's kids? Should his oldest son, Michael Prince Joseph Jackson Jr., receive a payment? Using the online calculator set up by the Reparations Task Force, He'd be eligible for a half a million dollar payout. <laughs> this despite there being no evidence that he has ever faced discrimination because he is the son of a black man. And the same is true for his siblings. Yet the task force would also award the um, three or more, three more than a cool million. In fact, the task force hasn't set up any criteria 
other than race for eligibility. Has, in fact, every uh, black descendant of slavery suffered injury? The task force says yes, but they present no evidence to prove their claim. So just by being black here, that's the criteria. Okay, descendants of slavery. Now, Michael Jackson. He's black. Chances are he was probably descended from slavery. Don't know that for 100 percent. True, but more, more, I would say it's probably a good 99% chance his ancestors were slaves, right, Rhodes? Yeah. Right, no, about 99%. Correct. Now, his kids here, his white kids, are they really descended from slaves? Is that his kids? Yeah. That's his kids? Yeah. Wow. Now there's a lot of speculation. I've never. I guess that, I, never, I hadn't seen them in a long, long, long time since they were little. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's Prince, and this is Paris on the right. Now he has a third kid also. The mother is different. Actually, nobody knows who the mother is. To tell you the truth, but we know that they are the kids of Debbie Rowe. But there's been a whole bunch of questions. Is Michael Jackson really the father? I mean. I'm sorry. I'm just being real. I'm not saying that Michael Jackson wasn't a good father to these kids. But look at this. I don't see any resemblance to Michael Jackson whatsoever. Okay. So in other words, you're saying what I'm thinking, I think. (laughs) A lot of people have been thinking this. Because. And I'm trying to disrespect them. No, I'm not either. I took one look at him. I was like, um. I got a scratch in the top of my head. Uh, I'm like, uh, am I? I'm not going Joe Biden here. I know, <laughs> but uh, uh, are we? Is this blackish? Is that is that where we're going? Because <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I, I yeah, I get where you're going. I understand what you're trying because to say. Because if you actually yeah. look at Michael Jackson's third kid, blanket, what the blanket hell? actually looks like he's biracial. Yeah. So chances are Blanket is probably actually Michael Jackson's biological kid. But it's going to be hard to sell me that um, Prince and Paris are the biological kids of Michael Jackson and that they should get reparations. I did not know when we first saw this picture, I did not know that uh, his potential daddydom was in question. What happened? But. His 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 fatherdom, in other words, was you're in cl- question. You clipped out, man. You clipped out. We kind of missed what you said. Well, I, I, in other words, when you brought the picture up, I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know his fatherdom was at question, but it certainly now makes a lot more sense after my first reaction from seeing his kids. I was like, yeah. eh, what the hell am I missing well, here? Well, one of the and, reasons why you never really um, saw them when Michael Jackson was alive, I got I got to give, give him credit on this. He kept them out of the media. If they were going out, Michael Jackson used to actually cover his kids so the media would never see them. And when Michael Jackson died, the first time I ever saw their faces was at his funeral. I had never seen his kids faces before. He kept them away from the media. But still in saying that. I'm not sure that these are actually his biological kids. 
a lot of people have been thinking at for a very, very long time. They got his name. And obviously, I'm pretty sure that they face no discrimination at all. I mean, this is Michael Jackson we're talking about. Right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, it's the whole thing is ridiculous. And I, I don't know. Let me ask you a question. Let's say the federal government tried to pass a, a reparations act. Okay. And let's say they did pass it. We know how people feel about their money, right? Yes. So let's say you're Asian, you're Mexican, you're white. Insert any number of race or ethnicities you could possibly be. Let's say you're everybody except a black person. How much turmoil and drama would that start across the country? When well, people would be faced with that coming out of a paycheck. Here's you, a problem, though, Rhodes. Here's a problem, though. If you're going to give black people reparations, then some black people today should be paying reparations because their black ancestors owned slaves. Then also, I believe you should also pay reparations to the Irish people here. I, I was going to say, I'm I'm of Irish descent. Do do I get a a, a check? Because I heard I heard the Irish was slaves too i mean that was a thing I mean, they I were promise. they were really discriminated against really? all you got to do all really? you got to do i know this is a fictional movie but it's based in reality far and away with tom cruise yeah they yeah. treated the irish terrible terrible in that movie i mean there were people saying i remember when tom cruise in that movie remember he had lost that fight they kicked him out and people around new york said we don't we don't serve Irish. And that's that's the reality of um, Irish people. Actually, I know a guy in college of Irish descent. Uh, he used to say so. He's a white guy. He used to say something that was um, it, it was a comedy skit. It was so funny, though, man. I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was really not much of a difference of um, Irish and black, you know, way back in the day. He used to say, well, say it, say it once, say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud <laughs> because of the, the discrimination right. of Irish right. people and black people. Even and though, you know, that was Irish slave owners too as well. Well, I can tell you, I've seen online, like especially on Twitter prior Elon, but I have seen blacks and Irish feuding on, on Twitter because the blacks would not acknowledge to the Irish that the Irish were ever slaves. I mean, blacks were literally like, we don't give a shit. You didn't go through the same thing. It's not the same. And it's like, but it is the same. I mean, it is. <laughs> I don't understand. Why, why mean, are we picking we, and choosing our slavery here? If we I want mean, to get down to it, who should actually be paying reparations for uh, black slaves? You need to go over there to Nigeria, uh, Ghana, and those countries over there because they were the ones that were actually cap capturing the slaves right. and taking them to the ports. Right. They're the ones that, that should actually be paying. And by the way, uh, the United States inherited slavery from Great Britain. Right. Right. The United States, I mean, you always hear 
what the 1619 project, right? You hear about them. Yeah. The United States only had slavery from 1783 because that's when we became the United States. 1783 to 1865. Like 80 years. That's it. The vast majority of the uh, Americans history, not including the United States, was under British control. And then after that, oh, if you're going to do reparations, make sure that the Native Americans actually pay their, pay their part of reparations because they actually had slavery after the 13th Amendment in December 1865. The U.S. government actually had to go to them and negotiate because they didn't want to give up their slaves. Yeah. They don't teach you that in school, but it's real. Native Americans haven't given up enough. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're going we're going to rob rob from them now again. Gotcha. Yeah, but wow, it took the government to actually end slavery with Native Americans. They didn't want to give up their black slaves, and that's reality. So, but um, Prince and um, Here, here's Harry, the thing. Here's the thing. Nobody living right now ever had a single slave. Yep, exactly. You know, I mean, I, I'm sure they may be some other countries right now. I mean, you could certainly take oh, a look still, at what... Oh, they still got slavery over there in Africa right now. Well, China's got the, the Uyghur Muslims locked up right now. Central America know? still has underground slavery. But the point see, is, in in the United States, that, that's not a thing. It's not. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, but you still have slavery going on in other countries, and it's not like the people in the cotton fields anymore. What they're doing is human trafficking slavery. That yep. is the main thing going on right now. And those people, guess what? They're down there at the southern border. Down there at the southern border. Yeah. But I think that's all I got to say about that. All right. Thank you for joining in, guys. People in the chat still rocking over there. Um, I want to talk about this, man. We need to talk about John Fetterman. This is sad, man. We got a video clip of this guy, and he was actually talking about, I believe, um, you know, the banks failing, that kind of thing. Yeah. He's on his committee, man. Talking. I heard the main, it went the main, badly. The mainstream media is saying that um, John Fetterman left uh, this person speechless. The reason why is because, for one thing, he wasn't a asking a question. The second thing is, I don't think anybody knew what the hell John Fetterman was saying. I'm not making fun of the man. But this is really, really sad, guys, that this man is in the Senate. This is really sad. I saw the complete video Rhodes, you're about to be um, you're about to be st stunned watching this. You're about to be stunned. I believe this is the second one. This is the second one. The second one we own. reacted to. Yeah. So, without further ado, man, let's play this. Is is it staggering? Is it a staggering response responsibility that? Uh, the, the, the head of a bank could literally could literally crash our economy. It's astonishing. That's like if you have 
I mean, like, uh, and and they also realize is that 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 now they have it's in a guaranteed a guaranteed way to be saved by no again by no matter no matter by by how, you know. So it's it's you know, isn't it appropriate that the those kinds of the, this kind of control should be more stricter to prevent this kind of thing from going, or should we just go on and start bailing and sailing whoever bank, regardless of how how their their conduct is? You know, I'll give you an example. Uh, the Republicans want to give a, a work requirement for SNAP, you know, for a, 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 a hungry family has to, to have these this kind of penalties or these some kinds of word working uh, required. Shouldn't you have a working requirement after we sell your bank with billions of your bank? Because they seem to be more pre preoccupied uh, when than SNAP uh, and requirements for works for hungry people, but not about protecting the tax, the tax papers, you know, that will bail no matter whatever does about a bank to crash it. Sure. Is, is it? Wow. I don't know what he was talking about, man. Whoa. Okay. I, I was going to ask you. What is he talking about? Where, where's he going? Where's this supposed to go? What is he doing? I have no idea what he just said. Not only that, but he threw it to the next person like everybody in the room just got it. Like, wait, what? No, we didn't get anything because nothing actually came out. We didn't nothing. get anything, man. Nothing. I have no idea what your point was, where you were going, what you were trying to get to. Look. We've talked about this before. He was a puppet, just like Joe Biden's a puppet. They this wanted, was very, very Biden-like, except wanted, Fetterman is, like, way younger. We've seen this with, with Biden, right? With, with Biden, we think it's a, a dementia uh, aging issue. With Fetterman, obviously, it's medical. It's but a medical issue. Look, if you're going to try to perform the duties of the job, I'm going to need you to be mentally clear and have clarity. That's a requirement. I'm sorry. I've said this would be different if he was the mayor of Mayberry. Okay, he's a mayor of a, a 1,500 you know, population town somewhere that doesn't have the kind of responsibilities that being a senator I mean, he's comes He's a state with. senator you're, of a huge oil and gas state. Of a swing state, too, yeah. on top of it. Uh, he's being rolled out there. It's it's embarrassing. It's sad. Everybody wants to talk about the Democrats care about people, but you didn't care about this dude. No. You didn't. You used him as a puppet to get out there and just try to get through your agenda, try to spit out your agenda. Shame on his wife, by the way. Yeah, I'm keeping it yeah. real. Shame on his wife because... She wanted him to run because it's pretty well known now she wanted to be celebrity politician wife is what she wanted to be. Like she wanted to make a name for herself off the fact he was going to be a Pennsylvania senator. And obviously in leftist media, this guy's a hero to them. And you know, you know what's funny, man? Well, it ain't funny. They may have put him in there because 
they know that he functionally cannot do the job. And I believe he's he got elected for, what, six years? I don't know if he's going to make it six, six years. So what's going to happen is they're six probably going to they're probably going to they probably months. truly they probably truly want to appoint his wife to that seat. Six when he said when he, when he steps down. I mean, he's been out so much. He's only been there, been in office since what, uh, January, right? That's right. it. Right. They probably want to put his um, and his wife is really, really left wing, like communist left wing. They probably want her in that seat. Remember, she bailed out on him when he had to go to the hospital. She went oh, on she vacation. Took, she took off. Her and the kids went on vacation up to Canada. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, they they used she used him. The Democratic Party used him. Um, he was not mentally capable of of running for this this office whatsoever. Should have never been put out there. Uh, it also is an, a total indictment of the Democratic voter. You motherfuckers will vote for anything. You will literally vote for anything. You just oh Democrat. Fuck it, we're we're voting well, for him. Well, you remember uh, that really? they hid they hid John Fetterman, they hid him. Remember that debate with Doctor Oz did not happen until they actually started the voting. They, they had hid. a lot of the voting done before. Yes, he got they to hid that him. Debate. Yeah, you're right. They hid him. But I think that people got to wake up, man. I mean, I don't care if this guy was a Democrat or Republican. He should not be in office because he can't do the job. Well, I mean, Diane Feinstein up there, 89 years old. They're pressuring her. And remember, she had shingles. She just came back and it seems like her mind is gone because she said, I never left. What? (laughs) You were out with shingles. You were not voting or anything. Wow. Yeah. It is it's it's stunning, man. The I will say this too, and, and this goes back to the uh impending pre, uh election that's gonna be coming up. The Democrats do not have a deep bench. No. Either. It should be noted. But I'm gonna tell you, there are Democratic voters out there that would vote for this bag of bones as president. I, I'll tell I'm just you what, man. You, I'm letting you know that right now. There, there are. Look, I even saw one of the media outlets wrote a article after this dude was elected. Elected, people were going out there talking about this guy running for president one day. Can you imagine? Whoa, no. I shit you, negative. Yeah. No. I mean, the yes. Democrat, the Democrat bench, really is one deep, and the one deep guy is light years better than Biden. I'm talking about R.K. Jr. He he is the only one, but the Democrat establishment don't want him because he's not a radical left wing lunatic. He comes off as like your traditional liberal. He's not for for women and uh, I mean, men and women's sports. He's not down with open borders. They don't want this guy. Check this out, man. Check it out. This was what was said. MSNBC's Katie Turr floats Fetterman 
as potential presidential candidate. Yeah, right there. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you. This guy's a media hero. That makes no <laughs> sense. Oh, it's absurd. That makes Absolutely no sense, absurd. guys. None. Why would you actually want Fetterman as president? Well, not only that, but y'all hate Trump so much y'all would vote for this cat? Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Stunning, man. Stunning. Lunat lunatics. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you got on deck, Rhodes? I've got I've got a couple of things. Uh, okay. How about, Go ahead. How about we do? Let's do DeSantis because it seems that some of his. Uh, let me see where where is it. We have a teacher that is under fire in Florida, as well she should be, by the way, for showing a Disney movie in her classroom in Florida, and I understand at first listen, that doesn't sound like that big a deal. Yeah, 10, 15 years ago, probably, hey, no problem. But let's wait till we find out what the actual Disney movie was. A Hernando County fifth grade teacher is in hot water after she showed a Disney movie in her classroom. Now, John, the movie was a Disney movie that came out, I think it was last year, called Strange World. Ooh, the propaganda yeah. film. There you go. A yeah. leftist pop propaganda film. The movie is Disney's first film with an openly gay character. But Jenna Barbie, a teacher at Winding Waters, says that's not why she showed it. Barbie said the movie connects to the lesson her class was studying about ecosystems and the earth science. Barbie said in the TikTok posted about the issue that her Hernando County School Board member Shannon Rodriguez's daughter was in her class. According to Barbie, the student told her mom about the movie and her mother reported it to Florida Department of Education. Bravo, Good mom! Good for her. This Absolutely. is what parents need to be doing. You got to take control of what is in your kids' school. You have to. You've got to watch this. The controversy comes after Governor Ron DeSantis signed the Parental Rights and Education Act in the law last year. It restricts discussions about gender and sexual identity in the classroom. Many teachers have expressed confusion over the wording, and critics who dubbed it the Don't Say Gay Bill, which is a blatant and out-and-out -out lie. Yeah, they know what it says. They know what it says, but that's what the media took and ran. Yesterday, the Disney movie Strange World was shown in your child's classroom. While not the main plot of the movie, parts of the story involve a male character having and expressing feelings for another male character. In the future, this movie will not be shown. Bravo. The Good. school administration and the district's professional standards department is currently reviewing the matter to see further if further corrective action is required. So, let me stop this, and we're going to move over, because this teacher that showed it, she has since released a video. Let me uh, 
Let me make sure. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Uh, right here. All right. Right here. This is uh, the Daily Wire. Let's listen to what she says. And, of course, she was on CNN. And Jenna, you've said you feel that this is a targeted attack. What do you mean when you say that? Um, this That same school board member is currently going around right now trying to, well, along with, you know, the whole what DeSantis is doing, trying to get rid of all basically diversity elements out of schools completely. Like, they're trying to strip individuality and diversity to fit one common agenda. And it's ruining everything. It's not what America stands for. I think let's let our viewers listen to what that parent said um, that complained about you doing this in, in a recent school board meeting. Here it is. It is not a teacher's job to impose their beliefs upon a child. Religious, sexual orientation, gender identity, any of the above. But allowing movies such as this assist teachers in opening a door. And please hear me. They assist teachers in opening a door for conversations that have no place in our classrooms. We had played that for the viewers in the introduction, but I just want to give you a chance to respond. Yeah, so that's what she's missing and what these parents are missing is they're not in the school system. That that just shows me that she's ignorant and has not come and volunteered at all. Because our, these conversations, these doors, they're open. These students have one-to-one -one devices. The amount of things that they're able to pull up that we have to shut down, they, they, these conversations, these doors that she's talking about, that's telling, telling me I'm stripping her rights as a parent, those rights are gone when your child's in the public school system because there are... Okay, so we're going to stop it right there. Uh, what grade was this? Fifth grade. Wow. Fifth grade. So I'm going to tell you, as a parent, she needs to understand one thing. As a parent, we never lose our rights. Ever. She called the, she called the parents ignorant. She called the parent ignorant. And once your kid's in the school system, the parent doesn't understand they don't have, she just said they don't have rights. Is that what she said? That's what it sounded like to me. Insinuating you don't have any control over this. Yes, we do. This is the one issue that we have seen that flips elections. Okay, this. Virginia, anybody? <laughs> Virginia, that's right. Glenn Youngkin is in office right now because of this very issue that, by the way, Democratic voters voted Republican in that election over. Yep. That was a real thing. Not just no. him, but also his lieutenant governor. As long as we are the parent of these children, we get to decide what doors open and close. Yes. Or we will fight to the depths of hell to make sure that these doors are, we determine what doors are open or closed. It's not up to this teacher to believe she has that right to make that judgment call on behalf of the parents. They are not the parents. They are not the parents. I, look, I, I think we're going to see, and I think we've already seen it, you're going to see a massive rise of private schooling and homeschooling across the country. Right. Because I've talked about, even here in rural Texas, I'm worried about this shit. I mean, they've talked about things in school that makes me nervous here in Texas as a parent. 
we're not going to forfeit our rights as parents. They can forget it. It's not going to happen. Yep. So. I agree with that, man. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I thought, I thought it was great that we're seeing the parental rights and education law. We are getting to see what that looks like in action. Yes. Right now. It did its job. If this teacher got pulled out and got reprimanded or whatever, and and look, I I'm not going I'm not going to kid you. These teachers are going to have to be taught a lesson, and if that includes losing your job, so be it. If you can't if you can't follow what has been given to you as in law, what parents want their kids subjected to, then get out of the profession or go to a different state. Yep. You know, it is what it is. And, the, and these teachers, man, they're testing the waters. And they're finding out, don't cross the Santas with this propaganda. So I guess we'll have to see what happens, man. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one going forward. You you noticed she didn't go on Newsmax. Of course not. She went to CNN. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have her back, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what else you got, man? Uh, I've got, I don't know if we want to talk about it, but I've got, speaking of CNN, something very interesting, interesting happened to CNN after they hosted Trump. Oh, yeah, now, they were number one in the ratings. For that one night. <laughs> for one night. One night, For yeah. that one night, they had a massive improvement in ratings. But we know after that, their very own analysts and commentators lost their ever-loving minds. Anderson Cooper went nuts yeah. because Trump was on there, okay? And, well... They pissed off what viewers they had left by having Trump on. And obviously, there's no change in direction going on at the network if all of your commentators are losing their minds right now. Right? This was an outliers right. an outlier situation that you hosted Trump. Well, the fallout for CNN, this is pretty wild, folks. CNN has lost to Newsmax in primetime. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, guys, this has this has never happened. Of course, they've been getting their asses drugged forever by Fox News. But for Newsmax to finally have br- broken through now, they have broken through into sort of what was considered that sacred ground of the three big major networks, MSNBC, CNN, Fox News. Newsmax has broken through that bubble, and they have now officially beat CNN. This is Breitbart. CNN dropped into fourth place behind Newsmax for the primetime viewership ratings for last Friday night. The slump following a rare climb to the top driven by Donald Trump's town hall. Forbes reports CNN could only garner 
an average total audience of 335,000 viewers. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah. Trailing behind Newsmax's 357,000 viewers. They got beat by 20,000 viewers. Nice. Fox News finished first in prime with 1.44. MSNBC second at 1.84. That is wild. And about thoughts that, um, what was it, 1, 1 million? 1.44. Yeah, remember Tucker? That used to be 3 million. Yeah, that was a that, serious. That was a serious drop. That's right. A massive drop. Yeah. Each of CNN's primetime hours trailed the competition on Newsmax Friday with Anderson Cooper's 360 delivering a total audience of 447,000 viewers at 8 p.m., taking fourth place behind Fox News, MSNBC, and Newsmax's Eric Bowling, 467,000 viewers. That is is wild newsmax's chris planty 325,000 viewers and he he kind of destroyed anderson cooper there uh with about a, a 35,000 viewer difference wow that's pretty that's pretty wild that's pretty wild i mean that is you know who is it david zavlev is the new ceo of warner brothers slash you know, Chris yeah. Lighty is the guy over CNN. But, yeah, Chris Lynn is the CNN president. Right, but it's all overseen. The umbrella is under David Zavlev, who is, he's the one that's made all the DC comic changes and all that, too. He's the one that actually said put Trump on. Was the that CEO. was a great call, man. It was yeah. a great call. It and it's was. just stunning, man, how they go from the top to pretty much the bottom without Trump. That shows Trump you, moves the needle, man. That shows you right there. Guys, this was the network that was obliterating everybody because of the way they covered the war back in the early 90s. Yeah. The, and I now mean, they've fallen off a cliff. Well, it's, it's an indictment of the media. Yeah, the media in general. Yep. That's right. And this is the price. I think it's hilarious because, I mean, I think we all know on a, I guess, a a celebrity scale, obviously, Anderson Cooper is a bigger name than Eric Bolin. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, he, but when he's it comes on 60 to, Minutes, you know? But when it comes to media that I trust, going to watch it's Eric. New, it's news mats, man. Not even close. Not, Not even, even close. close. I mean, yeah. you can't even trust Fox News. You can't trust Fox. Daily Wire has its biases towards uh, DeSantis in a way because you know that they, they don't really want Trump. New- Newsmax is really the only one out there. They don't, yeah. of course, you know, they're still individuals. Sure. You know, at Fox, like gut feel. But the total package, Newsmax is where it's at. Yeah, I mean, I I feel bad for the remaining Trump supporters at Fox News. You know, Pete, I heard that I heard that there's quite a few still, but oh, there's quite, there's quite they few. are yeah. getting silenced. Yeah, yeah. You know, Ray, Rachel Campos Duffy, massive Trump supporter. Yep. 
uh, you know, Pete's a massive Trump supporter. Uh, I would assume Hannity is still a Trump supporter, but do we know? I don't know. Really? I don't, I don't know that I exactly trust him. I think uh, Laura Ingram's still a big Trump's, Trump supporter. But I don't know. I don't watch the network anymore, really. Yeah. So. They're, taking, they're getting taken to the cleaners, man. I think they, that's about all I had. That's all you had, man? Yeah, that's about all I had. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about this, man? An oldie but a goodie still. Bud Light, man. It is still more trouble for Bud Light, Wot Light, Anheuser-Busch. We got some more sales numbers, Rose, and it is bad across the board, not just for Bud Light, but for Anheuser-Busch overall. I mean, they might as well just hit the self-destruct button, <laughs> at least on, at least on um, oh, Bud Light. Bud Light sales fall off a cliff. Other Anheuser-Busch brands also get crushed. This is on OutKick right here. This is not a surprise. We're seeing all of these um, 20 plus percent drops for Bud Light. And it's no different this time. It says here, the bleeding just won't stop for Bud Light. The company has been going through absolute hell ever since it teamed up with transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney at the start of April for March Madness. The backlash has been unrelenting for weeks, and the latest sales dating indicates the company hasn't fit the situation. Retail sales are down 23.6% for the week that ended May 6th compared to a year. So year over year, Almost down 24%. It keeps getting worse. However, Bud Light isn't the only Anheuser-Busch brand getting lit up like a scoreboard. (laughs) I like how OutKit puts that. Several other beers under the AB umbrella also continue to see a sharp decline. Budweiser is down almost 10%. Michelob Ultra is down 2.9%. And natural light is down 2.5% compared to the same time period a year ago. That is the whole entire brand right there, Rhodes. Wow. Still, Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light continue to bleed, and there's no end in sight. While AB products might get might be getting killed, other beer, beers are sowing. Uh, what is this? Past Blue Ribbon is up 21.6%. Wow. Wow. Miller High Life is up 10.4%. And that's funny, man, because we just talked about them making a woke uh, right. ad the other day. Right. It's something different, man, about Dylan Mulvaney versus, you know, the feminist ad with, um, with, um, but I'm not Bud, but I'm um, Miller Light. Right. Right. It, it, you know, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't like Miller Light's ad, but, did it land a whole lot differently than Dylan Mulvaney? It still landed a lot differently. You know? I mean, uh, when you get a dude that's doing his thing as a little girl, yeah, it, it, it lands on a whole nother level. It really does. 
I mean, they're oh, I, I'm going to be real. I mean, it starts you start it starts feeling biblical at that point. You know, you have right. landed monumentally wrong with with that whole thing. Not only that, but are you condoning drinking for the underage? I mean, I, I, that's another thing that we haven't talked a whole lot about, but who exactly is his demographic? Because his demographic is who they're targeting, and a lot of people are saying that a great deal of his viewers are actually under 18. Oh, which yeah, so like, which scares like the shit out of me. I mean, we're talking you about know? TikTok here. That in itself should frighten us for our future. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> people that aren't even of drinking age. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, I mean, there was a lot of different things that um, about that situation that was a total creep show. True. Yeah. You know, I got to be honest with you. I'm shocked that their sales are still this good. Well, are you, are you surprised, though, that the boycott hasn't stopped? Usually these boycotts, all right, they go for a week or so, but this thing is like two months now. No, remember when this started, I told you, when it comes to beer, you have people. It's you a different ballgame. You have them. People yeah. will have, dudes will stand around drinking their own brand of beer, arguing about who has yeah. the better beer. But once you alienate that person and they switch beer, it's a wrap. Guess what? Their, their loyalty is now to the other yeah. beer. My wife asked me this question yesterday, and she said, wait a minute. Why isn't Nike getting the same kind of backlash like Bud Light? Because Nike has Dylan Mulvaney also. And I told her it's completely different because the, demo, the target demographic of Bud Light was conservatives. And Anheuser-Busch is a bit donator to the Republican Party. Nike, they're definitely more left-wing. It's, it's different. A, a lot of conservatives had long since left Nike already. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the big difference. The whole know? the whole uh, China thing and all that, the NBA, Colin uh, I was Kaepernick out on them. Was yeah, a I haven't bought, a I haven't bought Nike in years. Actually, you know what? I made a mistake. I got to be honest. When the Astros won the World Series? Yeah. I went out and I went out and got my um, my gear, and the shirt. It's not a Nike shirt. I saw. I picked up the championship sweater. I got back home, then I realized, wait a minute, this has a bit Nike sign on it. But I wasn't gonna go back. I mean, it was like midnight, and right. the lines are gonna be long for days, so it wasn't even worth it. So it's it's in my closet still. <laughs> but that was by mistake. I have not bought anything Nike in a very, very long time. It's been years at this point. Yeah. And I don't know years. how I missed it because it has a bit Nike sign like right up here. But I guess since it was folded up, I didn't realize I didn't realize it. Well, it was midnight. I mean, I've never went out to purchase clothes at midnight. Well, well, so. it was it wasn't really it wasn't midnight. It, I mean, it was late was though. Super, I can remember. It was late. Yeah. Because I I went I drove down the road because uh, Dit Sporting Goods is like um, like 10 minutes from my house. Not even that. So around the 7th inning, I drove down there. And that line was just super duper long. And I was in line like forever. So when the, when 
the Astros won a World Series, they started letting people in. And it took forever. You went in there, you got your stuff. But that line was so long. I'm holding everything like in a bundle. I'm not even looking at it. <laughs> so I missed it. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I think the obvious answer there is a lot of a lot of conservatives have long since been out on Nike. Yeah. You know, now, if nothing else had happened this whole time and then all of a sudden they pull that shit, Nike and Dylan Mulvaney, yeah, I think you'd have seen a big fallout there, too. I right. Do. You know. Right. Well, Rhodes, I got one more topic we need to talk about here. Okay. The WNBA. Oh, God. Okay. The world <laughs> champion, and I'm pretty sure nobody even knows this team exists, the Las Vegas Aces, Aces, I said Aces, Aces, owned by, uh, yeah, <laughs> partially owned by Tom Brady now, and um, it's at Mark Davis. Remember last season, they actually hired uh, Becky Hammond, $1 million, a lead that loses $10 million on average a year. They hired Becky Hammond. She goes over there. She wins the WNBA title. But Rhodes, they have now put her on the sideline as an off the court. She is now suspended. Why, you may ask, for being a bully to a pregnant player. Uh-oh. Yeah. WNBA black eye. Yep. Rut row. <laughs> Look at this. WNBA suspends Aces coach Becky Hammond after player claims she was mistreated while pregnant. Now, I believe this also had something to do with kind of like on uh, the contract, like, hey, you signed this contract knowing that you were pregnant, uh, that kind of thing. But um, the WNBA suspended her for this. Uh, look here. On Tuesday, the WNBA suspended Las Vegas Aces head coach Becky Hammond after a player accused her in the league of bullying and manipulating her when she was pregnant. After an investigation, the league decided that Hammond deserved a two-game suspension for violating the league and team respect in the work, workplace policies, according to Fox News. So she only got two games. Now, people may be saying uh, two games uh, doesn't sound like a lot, but WNBA doesn't play a bunch of games. It ain't 82 games like um, the NBA, right, Rhodes? Right, right. I don't even know how many games they actually play. Is it like 40? Uh, I'm I really don't right even. Now. Yeah, look and see, man. Why? Why you look? Thirty-six. Oh, thirty. I was close. Okay, thirty-six. So, uh, two games right there. I guess that's the equivalent of um, being suspended about what six games in the NBA. Yeah, something like something that. like that. Yeah. Uh, quote: It is critical that we uphold the values of integrity and fairness. Uh, which create a level playing field for our teams. WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert said in a statement on Tuesday, uh, quote, the Aces failed to adhere to league rules and regulations and have been disciplined accordingly. We are also disheartened by the violation of our respect in the workplace policies and remain committed to ensuring that enhanced training is conducted and standards are followed across all WNBA teams. The league continued. The suspension came after 
former WNBA player Dorica or Diarica, I believe, Hamby, accused the league of mistreating her when she was pregnant. And that, she says, led to being traded away from the Aces. So, okay, let me get this right here. She was mistreated and then she was traded away. Okay. Uh, Quote, being traded is a part of the business. Being lied to, bullied, manipulated, and discriminated against is not. Hamby wrote on Instagram in January. I have had my character and work ethic attacked. I was promised things to entice me to sign my contract extension that were not followed um, through on. I was accused of signing my extension knowingly pregnant. But newsflash, guys, if you uh, get pregnant, um, you can't play pretty much. Right. right. So, uh, quote, this is false. Hammy added. I was told I was a question mark and that it was set that I would get pregnant again. And there was a concern for my level of commitment to the team. I was told that, quote, I didn't hold up my end of the bargain because no one expected me to get pregnant in the next two years. Did the team expect me to promise not to get pregnant in exchange for a contract extension? I was asked if I planned my pregnancy. When I responded no, um, I was then told that I, quote, was not taking precautions to not get pregnant. I was um, being traded because I wouldn't be ready and we need and we need bodies. I plan to play this season and I have expressed my desire to play this season, she said. I pushed myself through my entire pregnancy and have continued to work out, uh, basketball included, on my own with my team staff. Even on days uh, where it was uncomfortable to walk, only to be inaccurately told that, quote, I was not taking my workouts seriously. Hamby Hamby, uh, blasted the league for how she says she was treated. Now, this is the the WNBA here that she's talking about. Quote, to be treated this way by an organization, by women who are mothers, who have claimed to be in these shoes, who preach family, chemistry, and women's empowerment is disappointing and leaves me sick to my stomach, she added. We fought for provisions that would finally support and protect players, parents, player parents. This cannot now be used against me, man. So. I guess they found out that uh, Becky Hammond, I guess, was holding. This player, Hamby, getting pregnant against her. And. Didn't really care about her, so now they actually suspended her for two games. What do you think of that, Rhodes? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of strange, but I guess this is the – well, I mean, it happens in the workplace, though. If, if people get pregnant, they have to take a, a you know, a, a leave of absence, generally speaking, for the child. Plus, now laws are as such, or at least policies are as such, that there are even the guys now are allowed a leave of absence as a father. You yeah. know, that's that's been worked into the, the workplace. I th- I'm going to tell you my big takeaway here. I find it hilarious that a league that preaches the empowerment of women has one of their leaders get nailed for doing something like this. Right. Seems really hypocritical, if you ask me. 
Like a lot of what you're preaching, is it really authentic or is this just bullshit virtue signaling? Which I suspect uh, happens in a lot of these leagues. Remember what e- they actually said even, in sports, even the though, right? WNBA. Know what the, the old saying in sports is? The best ability is your availability. That's right. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and, and one could argue, too, look, you did sign a contract. You know you're playing in a professional women's league that only plays in a certain part of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, there are people that do, believe it or not, plan their pregnancies. That's a thing. You know, so one could argue if you're going to sign that contract, maybe you should be aware what time of the year you should time your pregnancy out for. But I don't think people that, do that. I guarantee it. In yeah, but I don't life. think from a workplace standpoint yeah. that they can actually do that, though. They absolutely. Well, now the league. Well, your can't boss hold, definitely can't come down on you. Hey, no. Why are you getting no. pregnant? We need you to be here and working. They that's can't right. do that. They can't say that. They can't say that. And so it seems no. like that's what the WNBA found out that Becky Hammond did. Yeah. Harassing her for get, getting uh, pregnant. That's it, it, you know, but it just goes to show that a lot of what we see in these leagues is kind of kind of BS. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you know she Becky's an old school coach probably, or has an old school mentality. And um, look, coaches want to win. Yeah, too. And by know? the way, also a lot of these um, females in the um, WNBA, they're alphabet people, including um, Becky Hammond. So they go out and they do something different to actually get their babies. A lot of these players don't actually carry their own babies. And the reason why is because they're usually not with men. That's that's just reality, right? Right. So Right. So Becky Hammond could be very, very insensitive to her. I don't know if she's a lesbian. I have no idea. No idea. At all. <laughs> I really don't. Who knows? So, yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Oh, yeah. uh, but yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty hilarious that it seems like is that the is that the league with the most social justice BS being spouted out of mouths? Yeah, they're they're more woke than the NBA. They're just not as well known. Only 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 so woke though. Yeah. Not not woke enough. I mean, WNBA still has players that won't go out for the national anthem. That's not happening in the NBA right now. <laughs> Not woke enough for you to be a mom, though. Not yeah. that woke. Yeah. All right. That's everything I got. You got anything else, Rhodes, before we wrap this up? Negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern's full. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. We had a good turnout over here on uh, Rumble. Uh, appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow. Last show of the week. Peace, we're out. Till next time.